Welcome to the Play Your Way podcast. I am your host, Brian Miller. And I am your other host, Ethan Mace. And today is episode 34, Nintendo 3DS. We're going to continue on with our retrospective series. Before we dive deep into the 3DS lifespan and our experiences with it, make sure to follow us on Twitter at PYW Podcast. Instagram at the PYW Podcast and YouTube at Play Your Way. We've got a, a plethora of videos now on our YouTube channel, a good category for you to uh, browse at. So feel free to check those out when you have the time. All right, episode 34, the Nintendo 3DS. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is, well, I mean, this one's probably the most recent one we've actually done, right? Yeah, that is true. That is, yeah, by far the most recent one. Yeah, so yeah, this should be pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, I mean, they just stopped making them what, like two years ago, I think, something like that. That is true, and I'm I didn't do the research beforehand, but I'm very curious to see what the very last 3DS game ever like published was. That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm actually kind of curious about that too. Interesting. And the verdict is. So, okay, I, I don't know how accurate this is, how 100% true this is, okay. um, but according to like this Reddit thread, the last game to be physically released for mm-hmm. the 3DS was Persona Q2. Interesting. Very interesting. Which, wow. Which yeah, was when? Um... April 6th, uh, 2019. So that sounds right. Yeah. So shocker that that game did not perform (laughs) well. It was literally the last thing that was released on on that device. It reminds me, and we're not even, we haven't even really started the intro of this, which is funny, but it does remind me of the um, uh, Samus Returns uh, Metroid because that came out on the 3DS after the Switch had already been out. and, And that didn't do that good because of that reason. And from what I've been told, yeah, that thing came out like September of 2017. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get Jeez. this stuff. This doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why? Are... <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, perso- about just like Persona Q2 wise. We're getting off topic so early. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about this the other day where I was, I was like, I, I kind of wish they would make a definitive edition for that game. Like, like on the switch, like mm. with, like with a proper dub and like mm. all of this other stuff, uh, because the game didn't really get that fair of a, ch- like a shake, you know, true. again, that like it true. came out so late. The switch was already an established commodity. And I think that game would have sold incredibly well. had it came out on the switch as opposed to the 3ds. All right. I know we're already off topic, but my, my one and last question, rather whole question do you think with this September Atlas announcement, one of them will be a, a Persona Q remake port to the Switch? No, I don't. But okay. but I will say that because uh, because I'm I'm throwing around like like videos ideas and and whatnot, and yeah. I was thinking of of like making something about like what I would want those to be, like what mm-hmm. those announcements would be, and yeah. I did have that. I did have a like a definitive edition port as as like one of my things i would like to see happen i don't think it will happen but i really would like to see that happen yeah and we'll get to my wish list and you know based off of my wish list brian miller wants that to happen as well yeah very fair (laughs) 
All right, so let, let's jump into the 3DS. And honestly, you know, you know, these you know statistics at the beginning here that we're gonna um, go over is pretty intriguing to me, and a lot of it is common knowledge. But when you really think about it, it's really unique. But the 3DS, the North American release date was March 2011, with a retail price of $249. What are your thoughts on that? Ooh, I don't. That feels like a lot, you know, $249 okay. for for a handheld feels like a lot, you know? Mm. I don't know that it is. I mean, I'm thinking about because it it's it's like half the price of a modern of like a modern this gen console, you know? So maybe that is accurate. I don't know, that's a tough one to yeah. to say. It's definitely an interesting price point for 2011 though, $249. Yeah, that is true. That, so it's funny because at first when I saw the 249, I'm like, "Oh, that's not bad." But I'm like, when you bring it up now, I'm like, "Wait. The Switch is basically that price or, or very yeah. close to it more so, or less yeah like yeah so interesting that's okay that's a very very aggressive uh pricing there yeah yeah especially for 2011 that is for sure but i guess keep in mind the context but i guess back then you know the the um the handheld market for nintendo it always was and it was for sure during that time booming a lot so that maybe they thought oh we can get away with this new 3d technology and this handheld that always does well maybe they thought that i don't know right i mean that was their big thing back then like as mm -hmm. you know back then i think you you were in like the throes of the wii u at that point and, right. and that was not performing well uh, no. yeah so i mean it, it makes sense you know that their their handhelds might have been priced a little bit higher than you would normally think mm-hmm I'm kind of curious how, how much the Wii U was when it first came out now. And just, just to compare, but, huh, I don't know. Uh, so, actually, it's kind of funny, too, because the 3DS had around 1,400 games released for this system total. That, that includes all regions. And that's kind of a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of games. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's actually kind of crazy when you, when you like, think about that number as a whole uh right. because like what was playstation playstation or the ps2 that was another really high yeah, one that was like over um, 1800 yeah. yeah and that's so much older too you yeah. know like that like this is so wild to think of all of those games just coming out on one single uh -huh. you know device it's, it's it's really crazy now it's funny too because you know, especially, you know, it's the 3DS, right? It's the new and improved, more mm -hmm. powerful DS, which which did numbers, as we know. We we know it did 154 million units sold. That's a lot. It's, it's the second best-selling console next to the PS2. Now, the 3DS sold 75 million. So it actually did, you know, like half of those numbers. I, I mean, it's still impressive, nonetheless. But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, half half unfortunate, you know. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I really appreciate when it did come out um, is just like the DS Lite was backwards compatible to the Game Boy Advance, you can play all these original DS games on the 3DS, and that by far is brilliant. Like, thank you Nintendo for doing that, because I'll, I'll say this, my go-to way of playing a DS game is through a 2DS XL, which is one of the iterations... Yeah. And boy, oh boy, were there a lot of iterations. Six iterations of the 3DS in total. Goodness. You got the 3DS, the 3DS XL, new 3DS, new 3DS XL, 
2DS, and finally the 2DS XL. A lot of creative names there, huh? Like, they're just, <sighs> yeah, just they're throwing new around the and same original. <laughs> yeah, they're just throwing around the same stuff for all of that. Because it's, for the most part, I think that's a lot of how they named the DS too, you know? Mm, true. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of iterations of the the 3ds. I actually owned, I guess, two different types of 3ds's yeah. over over like the lifespan of it. But yeah, there's a lot about it. I and mean, that the and the backwards compatibility. Um, this device is actually really good when it comes to backwards compatibility in general. And what do you mean by that specifically? Just in in regards to like you have the DS the like functionality, you can play that pretty like. Just like if you get the physical co- like copy, um, yeah. But I'm sure we'll bring we'll talk about this more. But the eShop store they had there um, mm-hmm. had a lot of really good selections when it came to that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Let's let's dive a bit into that. Um. And I'll talk about my personal experience with it a little bit. It's funny too because my my own personal um you know 3ds I got actually Christmas of 2019 and i actually ended up getting a christmas present the 2ds xl the turquoise and black which is what i wanted mm-hmm. um it, it looked like the best option because <laughs> i obviously i'm late to the game right 2019 so i had the i had the freedom to choose whichever one i actually wanted out of the lineup right and you know i like the colors and you know what the 2ds xl had to offer but i i even now, I guess a little bit, I've always wanted that new 3DS XL. To me, that one looked the best, the most sleek, the most modern, the most durable quality. Like, and, and you know, it just looked to me the best. And it still kind of does in a lot of ways, but I still don't even have one of those. Actually, the, only, the first one I ever purchased was like the pre-owned, um, was the just the the 3ds xl just the original 3ds xl and i I, you know you can tell it's a bit dated in terms of design when you compare it to like the new 3ds and the 2ds xl but um yeah i I got mine 2019 christmas 2019 i remember too before i even played a game i don't know why i did this but i just went on the eShop and i didn't i not i didn't browse enough to really remember what the eShop is we're going to talk about the eShop too because you you'll have a better understanding than i do Mm -hmm. but i remember downloading Kirby Planet Robobot, the demo, and I played that. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did that, but I did. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I popped in Kid Icarus uh, Uprising because I had it at the time. And then I played my game. But I remember I, I, I downloaded Kirby Planet Robobot, the demo. And it's not like, oh, I, as soon as I get a 3DS, I'm going to download the demo. It was just I kind of ha- happened upon it and and did that. But um, it, it's funny, too, because... You know, when you go into the eShop and stuff and download those themes, which we'll talk about, there's 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 music. I was just blown away by the themes, like the amount of the like for like Zelda, like almost every game iteration, there's a theme you can download and it'll be kind of your your theme, your format, your display on, on the dashboard of the 3DS. Like I know and that's one of the biggest complaints of the Switch, right? Bring us, you know, eShop music, bring us a better eShop, bring us themes and stuff yeah. like that. What was your experience back then, or even now, with with that kind of stuff? Oh, so for me, I've I've had two, uh, 3ds's just over the lifespan of all yeah. of that. Um, the first one was actually my sister's originally. She had like an aqua blue, just normal mm-hmm. 3ds. Yeah. Uh, and she never used it, like not a single time. So I just took it and claimed it as my own. <laughs> um, and then. I eventually like when I moved like out of my parents' house and into my house, 
uh, I lost that 3DS. I couldn't find it. I have a vague idea where it might be, but yeah, I still yeah. don't know 100% where it's at. Uh, so I decided that I would you know, just get a new one. And I bought the, I think it was the 2DS XL, like the, uh, the like orange and white, like the like creamsicle colored one. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, it, it was really cool. I mean, I first got it to play games like, uh, like Fire Emblem Awakening and, and, and things like that. Um, I mean, I, I always enjoyed my time with it, you know, I always thought it was, uh, that it was a lot of fun to, uh, to sit down and, and play with it. And yeah, and you're talking about the eShop and, and all the stuff that's on there. Um, it's it's really incredible. I remember like booting up that eShop and just looking at all the games that, that they had there, like not even just for that, but like, like some of the older games, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, like I always thought about like getting the Oracle games on that mm-hmm. just cause I kind of wanted to play them and I always saw it on there. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, but I never pulled the trigger. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just all in all, I think the the 3ds was a uh, was a really good, you know, for what it did, you know, what it was trying to do. I think it succeeded. Absolutely, and it's funny too because my earliest, and this predates even me getting a 3ds. My earliest memory of anything 3ds, I was in a GameStop. I, I don't know what year it was. I don't know. I don't even know, you know, what I was looking for. It honestly. It might have been when I first got the Switch in 2018, actually, not that I think about it, because the, the Switch stuff was usually right next to the 3DS stuff. And I remember seeing these digital code cards for the 3DS with specific games, and Pokemon Crystal was one of them, and it was advertised for the 3DS. I'm like, wait, Pokemon Crystal's on the 3DS? It blew my mind that Pokemon Crystal was on the 3DS. Like, at this time, like, it was unheard of to see one of those older Pokemon games on a newer console. Like, and Mm. not not talking about remakes, but just, like, straight up, like, you can play the original game on this new hardware. And I was kind of blown away by that. I really was. Yeah, I remember, like, I I don't think those were were there at launch. I think they were added later in time. And I remember when I first started seeing those being advertised on the eShop, and I was very surprised they were there, you know? Uh, I I was very blown away. I was very happy to see them there. Um, You know, like, to just, like, be scrolling through, and I'd see, like, Pokemon Yellow and and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, it was was so cool just just to finally be able to see that stuff. And you had a place where you could, where you could go to... You know, easily get these older games at a reasonable price, you know? Yes, and I'm kind of mad I didn't browse around on the eShop before this episode, but best believe as soon as we get done, I, I'm I'm going to take a look at that eShop and really do a thorough search because I know maybe a year from now, two years from now, soon, that eShop is you know going to be no longer, so I need, I need to browse and maybe buy, maybe, maybe, you know, while it's still around. By, by the end of this year, that eShop will no longer, you know, be taking credit cards or debit cards just straight up. Uh yep. so yeah, no there is a there is at least a time frame on that and that one's coming up pretty soon. Um yep. but yeah, there's no telling just how much longer that store will actually be up in general. Yep. All those days come to an end unfortunately, but um let's let's talk about the games that we've experienced sure. and enjoyed on the 3DS. And, and I, I talked about it a little bit, you know, Kid Icarus Uprising. I remember actually buying this game before I even had the 3DS, but I knew I was going to get one soon. And I was at the retro game store and I had traded some credit in and I saw this big box 
Kid Icarus, like, you know, big box, um, you know, game. And I was like, I like the idea of having like, you know, a box. And I was like, what comes in this box? And, and funny enough, and for those of you who have played it, know this game came with a stand for your 3DS to actually help you play it better because of how wonky the controls are and how you have <laughs> to play the game. And, and I'll be, you know, I'll be honest. I'm kind of very glad that it came with that stand because it it helped. <laughs> it like, but it's kind of sad that you have to package a stand with the 3DS, you know, yeah, with the console a, to play it. But yeah, that's a really weird admission to make. Like, hey, look, we're we're dropping this game. It's the controls are a little obtuse, so you might need this stand. But don't worry, you'll figure it out. Just like that's a really weird way to go about making a game. It it is honestly it. <sighs> And I don't know if there was a better way, right? I'm right. sure there was, but you know they they still wanted to use those gimmicks because Nintendo does. So with you know the stylus and and mm. this and that, but um, and I remember that game very vividly, and that was the first ever uh 3ds game I played because it was it was January first, December thirty first, basically, and I had stayed up all night. And one of the ways I you know that helped me stay up was playing this game. And if I, it, oh yeah, because because I had got the um 2ds XL. Christmas of 2019 so yeah going into that 2020 year um you know I was playing playing Kid Icarus Uprising and and that was a good time it only took me about 12 10 to 12 hours to really beat the game but it was by far one of the most unique games that I played the only Kid Icarus game that I played and I would definitely still recommend you know that game to people I, I think it was pretty cool it was my first introductory to you know to I don't even remember. I don't even remember his name. Uh, the main character, uh, Pitt. There you go, Pitt. Right. And uh, and his humor that's actually in the game and just really cool stuff. You know, I, it was all new to me, and I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I, I haven't played this. I haven't played any Kid Icarus games, if I'm being honest. But they they have always intrigued me. Uh, at least always since Brawl, when Pitt got introduced to Smash. You know, kind of yep. Kind of how a lot of that goes. You see a character come into Smash, and all of a sudden you want to know why and where. That's exactly it. And how? Yeah, no, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and and honestly, playing Smash Bros. That was one of the reasons why I picked this up. I was like, I want to experience this character's full on franchise and full on game. So that was cool. Uh, so, but you know, what what were some of the games that you played? Gosh, there are quite a few of them. I've talked about a bunch of them on here. You know, true. Um, Fire emblems in general. Um. A lot of uh, like, well, obviously there was Devil Survivor that was this year. Um, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a Fire Emblem game that I don't talk about too much, but I have spent a good amount of time with uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Uh, specifically, the one that I played probably the probably the most was like Birthright. Um, yeah, it's a it was the Fire Emblem game that came out after Awakening, um, and before Three Houses. Or no, sorry, before. Um, before echoes not three houses Mm. and it's it's one of the more interesting ones in the franchise uh because it was kind of sandwiched between uh awakening that kind of revitalized the franchise and echoes that that was a remake of a very much older game and like it sold really really well it was super popular but it's also kind of one of the more polarizing games in the fan base um, mm. some people, you know, consider it really, really good. A lot of people think it's one of, it's just not worth playing. I kind of fall in the middle of it where I think it's solid. You know, it does, it does some stuff good. Um, the story is, is wacky, but you know, you're 
probably not you're probably not gonna be playing that for the story as much you know you're probably gonna be sure. playing it just for gameplay and all in all i think that game kind of nails that concept decently well um but yeah no i mean fire emblem uh fates i think it's uh it's always a good one to go to if you kind of just want to have a little bit of fun sure yeah, yeah. I, I again, you know, there's quite a few Fire Emblem games on the 3DS, and I do want to go back to them, and we'll, we'll get to that when it comes to the wish list. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Um, it's funny too, you know, that day that I downloaded the demo for Kirby Planet Robobot, ended up buying the game later on, and I actually went back to it and played it and beat it. Uh, and I, it was my first ever Kirby game, and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Super easy game. But there's, you know, there's there's some layers there to it, and and it was an enjoyable experience. And again, if, if you know Kirby playing a Robobot, you know that from what I've heard from everyone say when they say what's what's your favorite Kirby game, what's the best Kirby game, they point to Robobot. Interestingly enough, and so yeah, I ended up playing Robobot, and of course, you know, you know, I can't talk about a console, a Nintendo console, without talking about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I played the two two Pokemon games that are on there. I know there's Ultra Moon, Ultra Sun, and I also know there's Alpha and Omega Ruby and mm-hmm. Sapphire. But when it comes to just the base games, uh, Sun and X are the specific ones that I played. And I remember I, Pokemon X, I think, might be one of my favorites. It's at the top. I, I remember I talked about that earlier this year. I played Pokemon X, and I, I don't know. I, I just loved that game. Pokemon Sun was good. I do remember it being challenging. But I did enjoy my time with it, though, and, and I was glad I, 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 I was glad that I really did play those Pokemon games on the 3DS because they're unique, right? It's, it's a new generation of console and a new generation of Pokemon, and you see that modern take and modern look into those games, which some people would argue they don't want, but <laughs> I did enjoy it nonetheless. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and, and jump in here with with another game that I want to talk about, which is Pokemon Omega Ruby. Um, you know, a bit of a hot take. I think it's probably, I think that one is the best one that came out on the 3DS, um, okay. the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, you know, just based off the best gen, um, okay. and kind of modernizing that. But um, I mean, I really like those ones when I played Y, I just, I just wasn't able to get quite into it. And I liked where like ultra moon was going with it. Um, but then when I lost that original 3DS, I lost that game because it was inside of it. So uh, I have not got to go back and finish that one yet. I enjoyed it. It wasn't to the enjoyment of of Omega Ruby, um, but it was good. Like I, I, it was only one that I would want that I would want to go back to at some point. Sure. I mean, just I don't know. There's something about about um, just Gen Three as a whole. Even when you're seeing it, yeah. you know, brought up to. Uh, I believe that was Gen 6 um, when that one came out. So even seeing it through those lenses, um, it just works so well, in my opinion. Uh, I just uh, one of my one of my favorites. It's funny because you, 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 we've talked about it a lot. I, I don't like to go back and play games that I've already played, specifically when it comes to Pokemon. Right. If they make a remake and I've already played the original nine times out of ten, I don't have the desire to. It, it, out of nowhere the desire and it, it's a small desire right it's just a thought at this point it hasn't come to fruition and and the, the emotions haven't been attached to it yet but like you know I, I played diamond earlier this year and the diamond and pearl remakes are coming out soon and i i, I kind of still don't have an interest to play it but i was like i wouldn't be opposed maybe a year two three years from now going and playing those remakes and and if i'm given that a thought i'm like 
I need to go back and play those, you know, the Alpha and Omega Ruby and Sapphire. I, I, I need to. I, I know those have to be good. And from the little bit I've seen and the way you talk about them, I, they've got to be worthy of going back to and playing. I would I would say just because like your your most of your experience with Gen three is Emerald, right? Like you didn't play Ruby or Sapphire. I I played them all. as a kid. I had Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, but as an adult, I only played um, Emerald. Yeah. So yeah, there unfortunately there was no remake for Emerald. I know, you know that's, that's the, so sad. That that's probably my biggest disappointment about all of that. You know, but you know again the story changes between them, and the story for Emerald yeah. is not going to be the same for the story for Omega Ruby and Omega Sapphire. I mean, the story right. between Ruby is different from from Omega Ruby, uh, right. but I think there's enough of a difference that would at least keep you interested enough, you know? Yeah, to to be able to get through that game. Yeah, we'll see. All right, let's go and reflect on the console today in 2021. It's been. 10 years since the console was released and so you know let, let's talk about it let's talk about what we loved and and you know the, maybe some flaws if there is any but you know like like we already mentioned i absolutely love that they you know have the original ds library that is compatible to just put that cartridge into the 3ds and mm-hmm. play you know backwards compatibly and yeah, i think that's a great thing it's my one-stop shop for ds games like i already mentioned and i played quite a few of them this year alone and even when you look at like the library for the uh 3ds it, it has a solid library it really right. does and you know the, there's quite a few games that i want that, but i'll be honest when i look at the 3ds library and I compare it to the ds i i feel like just just based off the feeling that the original ds had a better library than the 3ds but the 3DS still has a solid library. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, there's no, you know, there's no stop smoking guides for the 3DS. Nope, um, not it. Yeah, if they had one, you know, it might make this race a little bit tighter. But unfortunately, Easy. you know, <laughs> unfortunately, you got to go with the guy who got you here. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think DS edges it out there. Um, but I do think I do think they are like comparable in a lot of ways. I think. I sure. don't think the 3DS library is by any means, you know, below average or anything, or even no. average. I think it's, no. I think it's good in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I really enjoy that library. So it's funny though, too, cause I'll be honest, I think I've gotten a little spoiled with the switch. Cause I, I, I hate that I have this feeling. Like when I think about my wish list, and, and I'll just go ahead and, and, and just name them off because it'll help bring the point that I'm trying to make. So on my wishes as of right now that I really, really want to get, Persona Q, Persona Q2, mm-hmm. Chibi Robo Ziplash, ironically, but the box edition that comes with the Amiibo, and it's okay. actually fairly cheap as of right now. Of course, the Fire Emblem games, I don't have one in particular. I would I would like to, you know, venture into all of them at possible. And of course, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. That's my wish list. When I think about going to play some Fire Emblem games, when I think about going to play really any game, I'm like, I, I'm i just discouraged because I'm like, I want to have the freedom to take it with me to work, play on my break portably. And then when I get home, pop it into the dock <laughs> and put it on the TV. Like, like, there's a little bit of discouragement where I'm like, this switch done freaking spoiled me. Man, if you could just, if you could just easily transfer those saves between like, between your... 3ds and like your computer you can kind of do that through emulation but yeah no, it's definitely nowhere near as easy as you would want it to be of just coming home and and just sitting down on the couch and being able to play straight on the tv like it's nothing um yeah i mean i 
I could see how you'd be spoiled by that. I haven't gotten to that point yet just because I'm, I just kind of look back on it and I'm like, yeah, this came out before that was a thing, you know? Yeah. So I don't really think about it all that much. Um, well, I was going to say, because I know you, you play a lot of games docked and even like Switch games. So I was wondering when yeah. you, yeah, when you go to the 3D, if, you're, if you ever have that inclination of like, man, I, I, I prefer to play on the TV right now, but maybe, you know, maybe I don't. Oh, no, I almost always would be prefer. I always always would okay. be like, I'd rather play on the TV. Uh, sure. But it, it's not something that I that I really hold against the 3ds, just because you know, it, 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 to me, it wouldn't seem fair to do that. No, it's nothing against the 3ds. It's yeah. just I, that's my experience with the console today in 2021, where gotcha. the, the Switch is just like, hey, pick pick your choice. You know, <laughs> right. you, you've got freedom, and then I go back to play a 3ds game. I'm like, man, I don't have the freedom. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. So. You know, and it's it's funny too because whenever I first got the um, my wife, I got a 3ds for my wife, and it had that 3D functionality. I, it, it was a cool gimmick to check out for like five minutes, but I was like, after I'm like, I'm turning this off and not really yeah. looking back at it. And I know a lot of people's experiences with that. I, w- what are your thoughts on the whole 3ds functionality? Like, yeah, 3D. Yeah, I don't think too many people cared about the 3D functionality all that much. Like, like. Now, name me a game that was based around that functionality that like you needed like it to be in 3d to actually like get the full experience for the game for me it was the same thing as you like i'd pop a game in i'd like see how it looked in 3d for like a minute kind of get a little bit of a headache because it didn't really like it didn't work as well as as it could have and then immediately shut the 3d off right yeah yeah uh well also, I'm kind of curious too, though. What would you say your favorite 3DS iteration and design is? Um, any any iteration that came out like after they built in like the right stick into the actual 3DS. Uh, okay. Um, really the most because originally that thing launched with only with without a right stick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a plug-in attachment that you could use that you could plug it into and and add a right stick to your controller. Um, but it was, it was a little weird to kind of do that. Yeah. Um, eventually they kind of just incorporated that into the main design, into the main design. Um, so I mean, probably the, just the, the, the 2DS XL, you know, kind yeah. of, that's probably like my favorite one, I would say. I'll be honest. I forgot about that little right stick. If that's what you even call it. I hate that thing. I hate that thing. It's it's it feels like the end of an eraser, and it's not a stick at all. It barely moves, and I don't that's, really know what game that I played that that requires or, or that's heavily involved. But I hate it. Well, yeah, I I don't I don't love how they incorporated it onto the onto like the most recent one. But if you look yeah. at how it was originally, in fact, I'm gonna pull that up real quick. Like you, you can see it was actually a right stick at one point. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a bit of a weird way for them to have gone about trying to incorporate that, um, with just that little dot as it currently is. And then with the plugin, it was like actual, like an extension of the controller. Yeah. Um, but man, I'd rather just have that little dot than not be able to control like the camera in the games I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, it definitely uh, personal preference for sure. It, sh- it just doesn't feel right. It's just weird. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at um <laughs> they call it yeah the C stick. Uh, I'm looking at yeah the original of what it looked like. That it's aggressive. 
Yeah, that's interesting. And then, yeah, that, that adapter that goes to the side, I kind of like that, but it's probably not comfortable as much as it looks like it might be cool to play with. But it it just sets the whole thing kind of just like, yep, it's off center when you plug Wonky. that in. Yeah, <laughs> like it's no longer centered anymore. You're holding Gosh. it in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Very, very interesting. Well, let's end off with maybe your wish list. Do you do you really have any games that you're like, you know what, I haven't gotten to these games, or maybe you own them and you haven't really beat them and invested time in them? What would they be? There's nothing like there's nothing new that I haven't really seen, I don't think, at this point, unless there's something that's hidden out there. Um I mean I'm I'm running through Metroid right now, so I wanna like Federation Force, I don't really care about. Um, but I mean, I just finished playing Metroid two and there's a remake for that on this. So I'm really interested in seeing that and seeing what they change there. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to beat persona Q two at some point. Yeah. I just keep losing interest in it as I, as I play it. Um, but I do want to get, I mean, just, it's, it's strictly just cause it's not dubbed. If it's not from the game itself, it's just that it's not dubbed and it throws me Mm -hmm. off. Um, (laughs) but like, I still want to get through that at some point. Oh, I mean, those are the main ones. Um, I know you talked about you, Chibi Robo earlier. I was gonna say, you know what, Chibi Robo Ziplash. I, dude, I feel like I, I just look at that game and I just, I, I just feel something kind of like burning, you know, like, like it just, it's, it's not the Chibi Robo that I want, it's that I want right. to play. You know, I might play yep. it at some point. Maybe, maybe we do like a Chibi Robo retrospective where I run through mm-hmm. all those games. Who knows? But yeah, I want to be clean. Like I want to be cleaning stuff up. Like like that's the kind of chibi robo game that <laughs> that I have come to know and love. You know? Right. That's that's funny. And yeah, you know, from what I've heard, yeah, fans don't really like Ziplash either. They 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 see they saw that as just basically a failed attempt at chibi robo. And they you know they when you venture off from what works. Sometimes you're left with what doesn't, but right. Cool. Well, yeah. You know, I'm I'm personally looking forward to what the 3ds, uh, you know, has to offer. There, there's so many games I've yet to play, so the, you know, I, I'm not done with the system. It might be 2021, but I'm far from done. Yeah. No. 100. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be playing this this thing more and more as time goes on, just because there's still a lot of good games on here. You know, that's just yep. the fa- simple fact of the matter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that was our Nintendo 3DS retrospective. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know if you still play your 3DS, what you enjoy most about the 3DS. Thank you for joining this week. We'll see you in the next. Yep. See you.